podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding in to listen to this podcast. Number one, thank you for being resourceful enough to find your way here. Number two, thank you for just being a part of this thing right here. Hey, we're going to go ahead and get started, good people. So thank you for joining me and let's, let's get on this, let's get the show on the road. So just very quickly, if you're here for the first time, rather you had a conversation with me or someone sent you in my direction, thank you. This podcast was created to help provide peaceful and positive perspective. Uh, for peaceful and positive change over uh, the barriers that can have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up. I mean, good people, there's enough drama in your life disrupting the flow of things. Well, we ask and I ask that when you're listening to this podcast, let this only be drama in your life to disrupt the old flow of thinking or the current flow of thinking to allow for additional streams of perfect perspective to come through. Because one thing that we know is if I can change the way I see something, I can change the way in which I choose to approach it. And that's a big deal, choosing to approach something. Um, and so I'm motivated, good people. But before I tell you why, before I tell you why, let's get to some for the culture trivia. That's right. For the culture trivia. Are you ready? Get your brains activated. Let's go. Who was Disney's first black princess? Who wrote the book, The Color Purple? Who is your mother's sister's daughter to you? You're going to do great. Spell the word your. And in what year were women finally granted access to officially vote? Lock those answers in, lock them in, lock them in. How'd you do? Okay. Well, let's go over them, shall we? Who is the first black Disney princess? If your answer was Tiana from The Princess and the Frog, you'd be correct. Who wrote the book, The Color Purple? I saw you over there with a blank face. Like your face was like straight. It's okay. It's okay. Alice Walker. It's a really good book. Have you read it? Me either. I'm fooling you. I saw the movie. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Don't get me. All right, y'all. Who is... Your mother's daughter, sorry, mother's sister's daughter to you. If you answered your cousin, you'd be correct. You're going to do great. Spell the word your. If you spelled Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, you'd be correct. And last but not least, in what year were women finally granted access to cast a vote? If your answer was in the year 1920, then you'd be correct. How'd you do? That one was a little bit tough. You want to know why? Because it is a special month and that's why I'm motivated because it's women's history month. So all of my answers and questions were geared around. Yeah, that's right. Women with the exception of one. 
Um, and so it's Women's History Month. However, I'm also excited because, uh, or motivated because y'all check this out this week. I told you that I would share what the former, uh, football, the former football player, uh, that I walked with a couple of weeks ago, shout out to the new friend, Jimmy Bell with my autographed authentic players card that is signed. Yes. I'm about to be rich. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, but it's really cool to have an authenticated, uh, authorized signature. And, uh, before I get there on what Jimmy had shared with us the week before, I'd like to, uh, share two words with all of you right here, right now. And those two words are Rocky Balboa. Well, that's not two words. That's someone saying, yeah, that's right. And if you've ever seen the movie Rocky, you'd understand why I'm saying that. Now, I'll get there in just a second, but what am I going through right now? Like, I know that I'm bringing a lot of energy this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening in, I know I'm bringing in quite a bit of energy. And part of that is because my big guy, my son, he's leaving the States uh, on Saturday. and. I know, I know, I know, I know. How could I keep something like that from you guys? It's honestly, I've kept it under wraps because there's been a lot going on. And honestly, it didn't feel too real up until this point. And in T minus three days from now, including today, today, Thursday and Friday, he's out of here. I mean, like I missed the terrible news of four Americans being kidnapped yesterday, or the day before and, uh, two coming up actually dead. Like he's still up out of here and I'm struggling a little bit with that because I care about his safety and his well being, And I'm also very grateful. So the prayers that have been going out and going up for me and him and those who love us and have been, they've been so important, good people. And I'm so, 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 so very proud. Like, I'm grateful for the host family who have not wavered on reaching out to me and making their presence and advocacy for him known to not only him, but me too. And I mean, honestly, good people, that's what you hope for. You hope that you put out enough and you generate enough and you spark up enough conversation that people are willing to show up even when you least expect them to. Um, and by giving them a chance to show up for us in the way that says, no, we're going to look into this. We are going to make sure that we're monitoring safety. Here's how. And allowing them the space to do that um, has been a really big deal and it's made a world of a difference. So, and I'll unpack that a little more just a bit. I don't know how much time we're going to get together today, but at a minimum, I'll try to unpack that part. So taking a quick turn, because I'm taking very quick turns and hard turns in this episode. Um, So Rocky Balboa, right? Going back to Rocky Balboa. There was a clip in the film Rocky. Have you ever seen it? It's old school, old school. At this point, 1976 right? Like straight up old. What? It'll be like turning 50 soon. Yeah. Straight up old school. So, um, in the original film, 1976 film, Rocky, uh, Rocky Balboa was, uh, talking to, I guess a neighbor friend. Her name was little Marie. And 
the clip that he had when he was giving her advice, I mean, to me, it was fire. Now, how did I even get on Rocky? Because my son inspired me. Like he is on his way to leave me for almost the better part of the month for the rest of the month. And I know this is big news. I know I'm shaking my head right now. I wish you could see it. Um, but he is, he's out of here. And, um, despite his bedtimes, despite all of those boundaries I've he's been wanting to spend time and I've been indulging him with it. And he said, I want to watch this one movie. It looks real good. And I said, well, what is it? He's like, it's this movie called Rocky. I'm like, huh? You want to see that? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, how did you find out about that? He's like, you know, TikTok and it looks fire. I'm like, I never thought I'd say this, but thank you, TikTok, for redirecting my boy to watching a classic. I'll take it. Not that I'm the biggest fan of TikTok, but, you know, whatever, I digress. Um, sorry if you are, there's no harm, no foul, but, you know, I have my reasons. Anyway, uh, you know, we're sitting down and we're watching the film and the conversation with little Marie comes up. And of course my ears are hearing it as if I've heard it the first time. And, um, so, you know, I just want you to hear if you forgot, maybe you remember because your memory is just sharp like that. But if you've forgotten, here's what he said. Hey, don't you never say that. Hey, don't you know, I was your age. There was only one girl in the whole neighborhood that talked like that. You know what I mean? That was it, just one. What are you doing? Well, I'll make your teeth yellow. Don't do that. I like yellow teeth. I'll make your breath like garbage. Come on, nobody likes garbage. Anyway, this girl with the dirty mouth, she wasn't bad looking, but you see, none of the guys ever took her serious, you see? They never took her out for any serious date. Why? Because that's the way guys are. They laugh when you talk dirty, they think you're cute. But after a while, you get a reputation, that's it. You get no respect, you understand? You get no respect. I gotta use a bad word. Whore, you understand? Whore. See, you use dirty words and maybe you end up becoming a whore, you understand?
Now, good people, he said, in case you couldn't hear his slurred language or whatever, he said, people don't always remember the person. They remember the rep. See, you hang out with lemons, you get lemons. You hang out with smart folks, you get smart people. You hang out with yo-yo people, you get yo-yo friends. And so taking that advice, let's zero in on that real quick. The yo-yo people equals yo-yo friends. Hang out with yo-yo people, you you hang out, you, you get yo-yo friends, right? So let me be clear. I'm not the biggest fan of uh, how Rocky decided to speak to this young lady. But, you know, 1976, those were the times, you know, he was doing the best he could with what he had. And so we're good. Um, Obviously, now we're a little more advanced. We know a lot more about the brain and body development, and we know a lot more things about human behavior than we ever did before. Um, But right now, let's just take it back to 1976, right? Okay. So he said, you hang out with yo-yo people, you get yo-yo friends. So you could listen to that and you could be like, facts or or you can really zero in and I mean laser focus into that statement and you know good people he doesn't necessarily mean people that are up and down uh, because you could decipher the up and down as I don't know someone's mood right you could decipher that as an happiness scale uh, you could decipher that yo-yo that up and down as in their decision-making. And the list can go on and on and on. But yo-yo people, if we can put this into the perspective uh, that some people are all in and then some people are just straight up finicky and you don't even know if they're even in at all, that's what we're talking about. See, good people, as we're approaching a birthday for the midweek muscle next week, actually, if we're we're approaching you know, a new situation here. Um, if there's anything that I can leave you as we think about moving into a new season, as we think about like finishing out a week strong in the middle of March, where, you know, we don't know if we're coming or going right now because a new year was just two months ago. We still have a whole year ahead of us and I just don't feel like anything is changing. If I, if I can leave you with something this week, it is how to protect yourself from engaging and, or how to think about protecting yourself and engaging and inviting yo-yo people into your situation, into your life, into your setup, into your dreams or your goals. Uh, where you actually have to protect that space. And just like the episode last week, the episode 50, uh, we got a me problem. The accountability piece. If you want true ability to hold yourself accountable, you got to be next to people who hold themselves accountable. Just like in week 49, when we talked about people who get under your skin and maybe how I may just need to ask myself three questions. And if I answer openly and honestly, like in the pit of my gut, honest, then I have the opportunity to make a clear decision from there. Like for real, if I hang out with toxic or toxicity, I'm going to get toxic and toxicity. I'm going to get poisoned. And so again, if I hang around people who are really intentional about their behaviors and being healthy at that, then I'm going to get an output in a surrounding of healthy behaviors. If I go back to week 48, 
episode 48 was slowing down. If I, if I want to run everybody else's race, all I got to do is boom, look at them and just try to match their pace. But I may miss, if I jump in on their race, what I may miss is that my, my pace wasn't, my race and my pace wasn't meant to be ran at their race and their pace. So again, yo-yo people equals yo-yo friends, which will give you flipping yo-yo results. And the reason why I zero in on Rocky's statement is because it's so powerful. And insofar as it lends itself to, uh, one, how people show up for you and, and how you allow them to, and two, uh, my friend, Jimmy Bell's message, our friend, Jimmy Bell, shout out to Jimmy Bell and powers or Jimmy Bell speaks. If you can find him on all of the social media platforms, he didn't pay me to say that he's just a friend. And I like to shout him out. Um, he said these four things as he was lending himself to his speech, uh, his speech is plural. Uh, when we were walking around a couple of weeks ago, he said, number one, be responsible for your personal legacy. Number two, fight for your dream, positive choices and decisions. Number three, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Even when things don't work out, even when they do. And then four, finish the steeplechase. And so Jimmy Bell, if you're listening to this, it's the best paraphrasing I can do with the time that we have left. And, uh, I hope you take this as an honor, Jimmy Bell, and a token of respect for your message. Okay. Um, I'm going to attempt to explain very quickly what he meant by those four statements and why it matters with the Rocky clip that I just shared with you um, and, and, and the yo-yo outcomes, right? So number one, be responsible for your personal legacy. Rocky said, yo, people don't remember the person all the time. They remember the reputation you left behind. And sometimes they have no affiliation with you at all. They just remember the character of the type of person or how you made other people feel or like what you were known for. And so to Jimmy's message, be responsible for your personal legacy is to take that accountability uh, and good people, we know that it's hard to step into the person who you want to become. It takes a lot of courage too. Um, and, and so again, I say, you know, the person that you're looking to be, rather that's sell a new product and make a lot of money or be an author and, 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 and sell a lot of books or be a successful entrepreneur or an athlete or whatever that looks like it takes courage to step into that person and operate in that person who you want to be daily. Daily, right? Number two, he said, fighting, fight for your dream, positive choices and decisions. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory that you have the power to make the change, uh, the change in your life for the outcomes that you want to see, which means if I messed up and I have, uh, you know, no chance or minimal chance, or I have zero because of my mistakes, how much am I willing to work up that long, steep hill to get back to where I want to be? 
You know, I always say there's no one out here working harder than the person who made a mistake and they're playing hard, like literally as hard as they can to get it back because they recognize uh, the error and of their mistakes or the error of their ways and they they know what they want and they're going after it like until until they fall out. Like that's where that hustle mentality comes from. However, no one is more in a state of entitlement than a person who has options because they know that if they've got options to work with, they may not be putting in that maximum effort towards that one option as if it's the only one. Now, you know, it's great to have options, good people, it really is. But even when you have options, are you still willing to show up every day putting in that fight? Because just like the person who has zero is working to gain it, gain it all back for lack of a better choice, you know that it only takes one decision to lose it all too. So fighting for your dream is important. It's all about those positive choices and decisions. Okay. Uh, His next statement was, don't be distracted. And I loved when he said, don't be distracted. Like little the little Marie Clip and Rocky, he said, man, you hanging out with these coconuts. That's why nobody's trying to approach you because you're hanging out with coconuts. They're just, they're just a dud. Like now, would I call anybody a coconut? Nah, I probably wouldn't. However, that is what Rocky is getting to. And what, what Jimmy Bell also shared in his message is that when things don't work out the way you want, and you really pay attention to that, you're offended. You're offended it didn't work out, but that's also a distraction. He said, don't be offended when something work, doesn't work out because everything is always working towards the thing that you are making the decisions for, which is why you shouldn't be distracted around the things that you could be doing or should be doing or would be doing or making excuses because those are all distractions. And we're not necessarily just talking about, you know, phone and screen time and you spending all your time on social media because that's a distraction. I mean, that, that counts too. However, what are you offended by that's stopping you from getting to what you want? Don't be distracted when things don't go the way you thought it was going to go in your mind. Don't allow that to stop you from operating in your personal legacy today, which I absolutely love that. And then I can go in on that for like a whole nother episode, but good people with the time that we have left, I got to, I got to, I've got to land the plane here. I've got to round this to a close. So the last thing that he said is uh, finish the steeplechase. So the steeplechase was in direct reference to, you know, the race that the runners race is about 3000 meters around the track. And there's this big hurdle. And then there's a whole bunch of water right after the big hurdle. So basically what he said is that, you know, or what happens with a steeplechase is a, a runner is running with other competitors and eventually they have to jump over this big hurdle and they splash in all this water, this pit of water. Uh, about three feet deep and so your feet are waterlogged and it, it makes you run heavier and and let's just be real you know he mentioned like hey life is not a marathon it's a steeplechase 
and and you're working all hard and you're fighting through those laps and then all of a sudden you hit a hurdle and you finally get over the hurdle to fall into a big pool of water. And one thing that we know is that water does make the run heavier. And that's the point. Many of us are walking with weight and heavy weight at that. Maybe it's something that your family did to you. Maybe it's something that your partner did to you. Maybe it's something that a friend did to you, or maybe it's something that you did to you. No matter what it is or who it is, we're all walking with some kind of weight, trying to finish this thing called the steeplechase, trying to get through the hurdles in life like the steeplechase. And it's all about how you see the hurdle and how you see the pitfall, how you, how you choose to work through them with what's available to you at the time. See, a runner knows that all the runner has are their shoes and their feet and their legs and their mindset and their mentality and their lungs and their willpower to finish that race. Even though they know the weight is heavy, they still have the energy and the wind within me, within themselves to get the job done. However, there's still people within that race that will quit. They'll run the entire race and attempt to run around the hurdle or they'll run the entire race and then finally hurdle the hurdle and fall in the water and just walk off disqualified. So why does this relate to what I shared earlier about my boy leaving the States and the Rocky clip and approaching the birthday for the midweek muscle and all of these things? And I just, and I'll just put it like this, good people. And maybe I'm all over the place because I told you my emotions and I'm all over the place. And maybe this is making sense. Maybe it's not. Maybe we got to listen to it again. I'll be listening to myself again because it definitely was fuel for my soul a couple of weeks ago. But, um, it's why am I talking about all these things? Because good people, sometimes we are faced with challenging decisions with weight upon our shoulders. And the goal is still within us. And we have to decide to take up courage and take up heart to stand in the person who we desire to be in the future right now. See, there's no one sitting on our shoulders telling us like, Hey, you, you have to operate in your future self today like a mentor or a true person who holds themselves accountable. And sometimes those people are right in front of you saying, "Mm -mm, that's you have to operate in this spirit of, of what it is that you said you wanted to do. You got to do that right now. Sometimes they're there, um, with real time decisions. And sometimes they're not. However, you want to know who's with you every single time you are in a position to make a real-time decision about your future and the future outcomes? You are. You're with yourself every time. So good people, as I'm reflecting and trying to spend my time with you and encouraging you on an idea this week that you can wrap your mind around, it is just, even with the messages that you think are dumb or that I can't take anything more from it because I've heard it already. Or, you know, I I, I ask you to hear it again and again, because it can be useful to you today for a different reason. 
How can you make it apply to your situation today? And what can you do with the new information that you have with, with the old information that may have just resurfaced, right? How can you avoid yo-yo outcomes? My thought is staying courageous. Take time to operate in that future self today. And if you're operating from a faith base, sometimes you're just called to make a decision that asks you to demonstrate how much faith you have in that thing that you said you want and that thing that you've prayed for and that thing that you've been held accountable to go and get. And now you're being asked to have the faith in the thing as big as you believed in it in the first place. And good people, that's all I've got this week. Sometimes you're required to make a decision to say no to yo-yo and say yes to yes with what's been presented to you at the time with the best possible information that you can have with what's available to you. And I hope that's helpful, good people. I hope that you can receive something from a message like that. I hope it does not cost cause you any additional confusion this week or anything that makes you go like, mm, so am I supposed to do this or this, Jay-Z? Because I'm not really sure. I hope it really adds clarity to your week. I hope it adds empowerment uh, to your week. You know, I think that I truly believe that with many of the messages that we receive around this, it is all around empowerment. Uh, for you to step into the person who you were meant to be, because guess what, good people, you already possess it right now. You already are that person. And that's the peaceful and positive perspective of that, right? So good people, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your energy. I thank you for your prayers and your support for being uplifting and, and, and always just sharing the good vibes because I need them. I need them in a big way this week. And shoot, next week, we got a whole birthday. So good people, like just keep spreading the love. Shout out to Starkey27 for the good vibes and the happy thoughts and the additional additional shout outs that are happening online. Shout out to all of you who continue to send me stuff to keep me uplifted and supported. And most importantly, I hope you good people, I hope that you make it a great week. And as always... Let's go.